dreamers. Thank you for learning with us today on DreamSpeak. I'm Rika. And I'm Thomas. And this is the podcast about dreams that teaches you a complete system to help you listen to your dreams and get the guidance they're providing you every day. The dream we have for you today includes a strong contrast. While on the outside, things are gleaming white, on the inside, things get interesting. This is the White Containment Tower. A couple of days ago, I had a dream that I was looking at a white containment tower. It was about 20 feet tall. It was cylindrical. It was clean. It looked well-maintained and it had a domed roof with a hole in it. And that hole was intended for people to actually walk up a staircase around the outside. It had a metal staircase and then go inside through the top, through the hole and then down into the tower to do some maintenance because there were toxic substances inside. And out of the top, every now and then would come white puffs of smoke, white clouds of smoke. There was a team of two young men in their 20s that were supposed to maintain this containment tower. That was their job. And so they worked with hazardous materials and they had really high quality, clean suits to keep them safe. And they had respirators and I was there. I had no real role in the situation. I was just being the dreamer. But I was talking to them and I said, you guys are going to put on your respirators, right? And they said, well, we don't always put them on. And I thought that was kind of ridiculous. But I still felt like they knew exactly what they were doing. My thought about that was they just weren't thinking of their futures. It was a very vivid dream. Beautiful blue sky weather. And the thing about these young men was they were going to take some people that they knew on a tour of this thing. And that just didn't seem very responsible to me. There weren't really people that I knew in this dream. There were just a couple of older men that they were going to take on this tour. One of them had a gray beard that was neatly groomed and the other one had gray hair. And they were going to show them around this tower. And then there was a group of other people, but I don't remember anything about them. And that was pretty much this dream. Why don't we look at some of the symbolism in the dream, starting with the white tower. What do you think the white symbolizes? That white color is something that you and I pretty much always associate with spirituality. And I think that that does make sense. I had kind of been dialoguing with myself over the days before this dream, asking for some deeper insights. And I think it's trying to tell me that my spiritual practice is kind of creating a, almost a suit of armor around some shadow feelings that are troubling me. Angry feelings. Toxic feelings. Toxic feelings, yeah. Things of that nature, toxic thoughts, something like that. So the white is probably indicative of that. And we look at buildings as symbolizing our mindset. And you could kind of look at it as a building. So it's sort of a toxic mindset mm. coated in this spiritual kind of armor. Yeah, very well said. Okay. What do you think that the older men meant? So just to dwell a little bit on aspects again, it's always good to refresh about this. Our belief at DreamSpeak is that all things and all people and all settings in dreams are parts of us. When it comes to a message dream like this one, everything is relevant to us and our situation. 
And people in dreams are just representing parts of us. They're just moving vocabulary words for me to understand something about myself. And I pay special attention to gender because when the gender matches, that means that these are aspects of my consciousness. And although we may not get all the way to understanding each aspect individually, it is reflective of the fact that one of them is one part of my consciousness, another is another part of my consciousness. So as far as these two older men, they indicate to me that there are a couple of aspects of my consciousness, being the mind that I use when I'm awake, basically, that have achieved some acceptance of their situation. I didn't really say when I was recounting the dream, they were pretty happy-go-lucky. They were pleasant to be around. The other people in the crowd found them entertaining and positive. And they had careers that they were very successful at and they had become wealthy, but they weren't overly attached to their careers. And both of them, I think, would have preferred, you know, in their 60s to maybe have a change of career, maybe do something that made more of a contribution. But these aspects of my consciousness are parts of me that have learned to be more accepting of my life as it actually is. Because their whole attitude was, we have abundance. We have the things in our lives that we need and most of the things that we want. And I think these are a couple of aspects of me that carry that attitude that have achieved a degree of maturity. Yeah, older, older people on a dream is, is usually about our garnering of wisdom that we've accumulated in our life. Yeah, so there were two of them. And there were also two of the young men that were supposed to take care of this space. And the number two is indicative of duality. And so there is probably, since it carries through both of those pairs of people, there's probably a theme in this dream of me being a bit conflicted, a little bit of inner conflict, a little duality, a split in me, <laughs> so yes. to speak. Yeah. But overall, the dream had a very positive atmosphere and it was a beautiful and vivid setting. So this is an issue that I have quite a bit of awareness around. It was a daylight setting. It wasn't murky or dark. Everything was clean and bright. So to contrast with the young men, I think the key was just understanding that they're not thinking about their futures. It's irresponsible to just kind of carelessly expose myself to these toxic thoughts. Mm -hmm. They need to be handled with care. And I think maybe most important is I'm going to set an intention to ask to go into this containment tower and get more insight about what this mindset that's troubling me really is, right? Kind of take down the armoring and examine this more deeply and see if I can deal with it a little bit more directly. Uh-huh. Do you, now do you have any idea what this pertains to in your life currently? Well, it definitely has to do with kind of a repeating track of thoughts about not doing enough, not being enough, grasping at things that I don't have. Striving. Striving, which has been a real kind of career-long issue for me, a personal issue that is always worth working on some more. <laughs> and maybe if you could embody the what these older men have, which are a part of you already, but bringing that forward more than the part of your mind that dwells on the toxic thoughts or the shadow, or maybe being willing to look at that with more clarity. Right, right. So I think this dream is trying to tell you that your happiness comes from being present with what is. And right. that that's where your happiness comes from. And just enjoy your life as it is. Hmm. 
It's a beautiful message and something that we can all use reminders of. Stay with us, because after the bell, we'll be taking you behind the dreams. Welcome back. This is Behind the Dreams, where we share the secrets we use every day to understand our dreams. Thanks for joining us on Behind the Dreams. We're going to fill you in on some of the symbolism and techniques that we use to unlock the meaning of the white containment tower dream. The very first thing that we want to talk about is the notion of colors in dreams and what their symbolism is. Rico, why don't you tell us a little bit about colors in dreams? When I see colors that stand out in a dream, I often look at what those colors mean to me personally. Because I do a lot of work with chakras and healing with the different energy centers, I often look to see if the colors are related to any of the chakras. Yeah, and now we're going to have to go off for an hour about what chakras are. (laughs) So maybe sometime we should do an episode on chakras or energy centers of the human body, of the human person, and give more details on why that's important to dream interpretation. That's another really fun thing that we found is essential to really understanding message dreams well. So let's give a rundown of the seven human energy centers. I guess I'll start at the root. So our root center, the color that's associated with it is red. And what does it do? Well, that's our ground in our base, in our foundation. And where in the body is that energy concentrated? At the base of our spine. All the chakras are along our spinal column, and they flow outward, the front and the back of our body, and the root also flows downward. So the second chakra is the sacral chakra, and the color associated with that is orange, and that is our chakra that helps us with flow and movement in our life. And creativity as well, right? Yeah. And being able to flow with whatever comes our way. Great. And the third chakra is our power center. It is associated with the element of fire and the color yellow. This is our seat of our own personal power. It is located sort of between the belly button and the ribs and upper belly section. The fourth chakra is our heart center, and the color associated with that is green, and that is our center for love. Moving up, we go to our throat center. The color is kind of a sky blue is how I think of it. That is our center for self-expression and speaking our truth. Then our sixth energy center is known as the third eye. It's located between our eyebrows, and the color is a beautiful deep indigo blue. Our last main chakra, because we have a lot of minor chakras, but we're just talking about seven major energy centers. That is our crown center. It is the thousand petal lotus, and it encompasses all colors. And it's our connection to divine. 
Thank you. That is a wonderful summary. And just to recap, down at the bottom of our spine is red. And then around our genitals or our sacrum is orange. And then in our belly, the third chakra is yellow. And then we have our heart as green and then throat as blue, third eye as indigo, and then the crown chakra as violet. But I also think of it the way that you said that it's not violet so much. It's almost like it's going ultraviolet. It's got all the colors and it's going almost white. And that's where we rejoin the stream interpretation because one universal color meaning across many cultures is the idea that white has to do with religious or spiritual purity. In the stream, because of my personal associations and that universal meaning and our sense of where chakras connect to the body, where colors connect to us, the white is clearly symbolizing spirituality. That becomes really important because the main symbol in the stream was this round containment tower. It was all gleaming white. The conclusion, as we shared in the analysis portion of this podcast that we reached, was that this containment tower was kind of my spiritual practices keeping in abeyance a lot of toxic shadow material that was inside of the tower. So to be able to understand that, we needed to understand the significance of colors and we also needed to be able to understand the idea of indoor versus outdoor spaces of buildings. So why don't we talk for a minute about buildings? We think of buildings as being containers for state of mind. Like I said earlier, it's our mindset, right? Right. And buildings have different levels and different layers and different floors, and they all have a different meaning to our mind. Yeah. Yeah. They're related to our mind. And then when we have outside settings, those can connect to the deeper part of our mind, like our subconscious, or they oftentimes are connected to things happening in our external environment, things happening in our life around us, things that might relate to other people might be symbolized by things that happen out of doors, but different kinds of buildings represent different mindsets. And this one was toxic. <laughs> right. It's just not a great mindset. And that was kind of the message it wanted to get across to me. Hey, you need to open up and understand some of the things that are in here, even if they are not really pleasant. And you need to see this dynamic of just kind of spiritual bypassing or sort of trying to suppress this material. Because as we saw from the young men whose job it was to keep this under control, they weren't really thinking of their future. And what that meant to me was... I can't just live my life not metabolizing these emotions and these feelings. I can't live my life just suppressing these things because it will harm me over time. Mm -hmm. Just like them not using their respirators, <laughs> which is real smart. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so that bridges right into the idea of the age of aspects. There's a great connection to this in our video about what aspects mean. We titled it, What Do People Mean in Dreams? So jump on our YouTube channel and take a look at that video. But we talk about age in that video. And basically, the age of aspects tells us how developed they are. So young adults like these people could be aspects of me that are definitely productive and doing things in my life. But then the two gray-haired men with the gray beards, they represent more wisdom. They are aspects of me that have more perspective on life. And luckily, their perspective has led them to some good places. They had a nice sense of humor. 
they were much more accepting of just the life choices they had made and had learned more to enjoy every day instead of taking a job in a toxic waste dump. <laughs> right. And <laughs> not using a respirator. <laughs> yeah. So anything you want to add about the age of aspects in a dream, people in our dreams and their ages? Well, in this dream, there was just young men and old men. But like today, I had a dream about... It's about an eight-year-old, eight, wasn't it? Eight-year-old. Mm -hmm. And so this is a developing aspect of me. And so we always look at the age of the different aspects because they just give us information about where we are having to do with whatever's going on in our dream. So we've covered most of the things that we were wanting to get to, but we haven't talked about numbers yet. We had talked about how there's two young men and two old men and numbers of everything are significant. Just like everything in a dream has a meaning. And that parallel of those pairs of people really drew my attention to the concept of duality. And so just to spend a little time talking about numbers, there is a pretty common sense system for understanding the symbolism of the low numbers. When numbers and numerical things show up in dreams, they're worth paying attention to because they're basically calling our attention to universal resonances of quantities. When we all experience two of something, we think of duality because... Sometimes opposites. Exactly. Mm -hmm. That's the way that two works. It right. takes something that separates it. Mm -hmm. It's about separation. Not always in a bad way. Sometimes things should be separate, mm -hmm. but it's about things being separate from each other. The nature of the number three has to do with creation. And the reason why that is, is because you cannot create a surface. You can't create anything but a line until you have three points. And once you have three points, something starts to come into being. And then the number four, what's the number four about? Well, there's two things that we associate with the number four, both inertia and stability. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like everything has its positive side and its shadow side. Inertia could be a bad force in our life. It often is. But stability is not a bad force in our life. And then just the symbolism of the three being like a triangle versus a square geometrically, it's a very stable shape. Yes. Um, triangle is a very strong shape. And in this system of numerology, it's an expansive shape. But a square is about solidity. Mm -hmm. Then we get to the number five and the meanings start to get a little bit less common sense. The system of dream interpretation that we trained under says that five has to do with our reasoning. Yes. Mm -hmm. And six? Six is intuition. Yes. So those two contrast from each other mm -hmm. in the same sense that duality is almost things in opposition and then three is creation. It's not duality. It's something coming into form. Five and six are a little bit like that too. We've got our reason and then six, we have our intuition. And these are very important qualities that every person has, the ability to reason and the ability to intuit. Mm -hmm. And then what about seven? Creative imagery? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and we could do a whole other video or episode about imaging and how crucial that is and how important it is to the philosophy of dreaming that we often talk about here. The idea that as you interpret dreams, it's very hard to not get swept up into big questions about the way the mind works. And we have come to the belief that our thoughts precede things, that 
imagining is not just a passive act, that it truly is a creative act. And that in many ways, the thoughts that we inhabit day to day define our life experience, not necessarily by magic and just creating everything out of a whole cloth, but in many very complex and interwoven ways, not the least of which is just our attitude. Depending on the kind of attitude that we're carrying through our thoughts, it will carry us through our day in a way that we like or a way that we don't like. So that whole issue really connects to the philosophy of dreaming. So that brings us up to what? We were talking eight. about number seven, number eight. What do we say for number eight? Abundance. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Eight, we connect to abundance. How about nine? Manifestation. Yeah. So manifestation. And then 10, we cycle back to something that's related to the number one. So I think we'll leave off there. The number 10 is about the power of unity. And we actually skipped one because we were talking about duality. So we started at two. So one itself is about unity. Mm -hmm. 10 is about the power of unity. And it kind of continues in a cycle like that. We won't go through any more numbers right now, but that gives a little bit of a basic idea of how we deal with numbers and their symbolism. And there are different systems as far as numerology goes, but this is the system that we use. Mm -hmm. There are lots of great ways of looking at numerology, and we'd love to hear from our viewers and listeners about the numerologies that help them get through their dreams and get meaning out of their dreams. And I think the important thing is your soul knows what your system is, and so it will show you things in your dreams that you can relate to. Like if I see a time on a clock, like it's six o'clock, I'll think it has something to do with intuition. Or a one, you know, one o'clock is, is a very common time. In your dreams. In my dreams. I have a lot of dreams that I need to get to the airport by one o'clock or have to be somewhere at one o'clock that's just shows up all the time for me. And they're pointing you towards greater unity. Yes. Which is one of the mysteries and also one of the things that are great to strive for in life mm -hmm. is to pursue a greater feeling of unity in its many forms. So last thing we didn't touch on actually came instantly at the beginning of the dream, which was the idea that it was a bright blue sky and a bright sunny day. So the idea of day versus night in dreams, it is a little more nuanced than this, but in the simplest sense, we can just say that day is going to indicate that you have a lot of awareness around the issue you're getting a message around and darkness or nighttime is going to indicate that you're lacking awareness around the issue that you're getting a message about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's pretty simple to figure that out usually. Yeah, because we don't see as well in the dark. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, when it's in the dark, you know that there's something that you're having difficulty figuring out. Mm -hmm. And that's the beauty of dream messages. They can help you bring those things out of the dark and into the light. Mm -hmm. Thank you all very much for joining us on DreamSpeak. And we look forward to learning with you more in another episode. You can find this podcast on all popular streaming services. Connect with DreamSpeak for even more learning. Our socials are in the description check out our YouTube channel for a free introductory dream course. Submit a dream at dreamspeak.us. Our theme music was composed by me, Ricka. This podcast does not constitute medical advice. If you have concerns about your well-being, talk to your doctor or a mental health professional. <laughs>